Hi, and welcome to the Turning 30 podcast, a place where we talk about what it's really like to turn 30. I'm your host, life coach, Emma Wilson, and I'm here to help you get unstuck, feel better, and be more confident at 30. Today's episode is another solo episode all about turning 30 and how to get out of a funk. And I interrupted my usual episodes in order to bring you this special episode because I, my friends, was in a huge funk for around two and a half weeks, I would say almost three weeks. And when I was in the funk, I couldn't get out of it. And something amazing that's come as a result is this podcast episode and loads of interesting insights of how to get out of it that I learned when I was in it and the process of feeling better afterwards. So great for me, I'm feeling back to my usual self, but I have decided to record for you an episode all about if you're feeling in a funk, how to get out of it. So let's dive in. And let's start by defining what a funk is. And just as a side note, I've completely made this up. So it is by no means a dictionary definition. But I believe that a funk is a period of time where you just don't feel like your usual self. And I think it's fair to say that the past year has influenced many of us to feel way funkier than we've ever felt before. Lots of different reasons for this, but I really see, and I've definitely seen this with clients who have signed up for my program in the past year, that because of lockdown and having to stay at home and being outside of our normal routine and all of our distractions and all of the things in the past that would have helped to numb or avoid our emotions have now been taken away from us. And actually what has been left is having to confront ourselves and be in a place where we're face to face with how we're really feeling and what we're really thinking. And we're face to face with, for many of us, being completely alone. So that's really what's been a huge contributor to why lots of us experienced such a big shift this year and why it has been so funky. And let's be truthful and honest about the fact that our basic rights of freedom and movement have been compromised for almost a year. So not only are we taking away all the joyful things from the outside, but when we've been forced to stay at home, we really have been forced to, no pun intended, remove the mask and look inside and look at ourselves. And it's been confronting for all of us. But here's the thing, and some of you may call me out on this and you may be listening and actually disagree, but I'm not one to always just say the popular opinion, so I'm going to just go with it and tell you what I think. But I don't believe that being in a funk is just related to our external circumstances. And I really don't think that it's the lockdown's fault. I don't think that it's the lockdown to blame for for all the negative things and the ways that we've been feeling this year. And it's really, really important to acknowledge that because sometimes some of the things that you've been feeling and the thoughts that have now come into your consciousness because of the trigger of lockdown 
They were there anyway. They were always there. You just didn't know they were there. They were in your subconscious. And I believe that our external circumstances can trigger the funk. They can influence it. They can prolong it. But they don't create it. Because the thing that's creating the funk is our thoughts. So I teach in my coaching a concept that our thoughts directly create our results. And I think it's interesting to look at my current scenario, my current situation as an example of this. So as you know, as I introduced in the episode, the reason that I'm even recording this episode in the first place is because I've been in a really bad funk the past week. And you may have seen this if you follow me on Instagram I'm in some really, really great circumstances. As you all know, I'm currently on a digital nomad trip. So I'm in what for many of us would classify as paradise, if by paradise you like nice weather, sunshine, jungle, beach, hammocks, drinking coconut water, basically having a swimming pool at my fingertips, all of these things. So if you define that as your version of paradise, then right now... I'm in some really great circumstances. And I know that most of you do feel that I'm in paradise because I have received some hatred messages from some of you, mostly actually just friends back home saying, I hate you, I'm so jealous, you're so lucky. But it's true, I'm in a really beautiful place. And also in addition, there isn't a lockdown here. So COVID doesn't really feature in my life every day. And I have the beautiful sunsets and the gorgeous views. And I know I'm going on about it and I'm probably pissing you all off. And I'm really sorry, I'm going to stop. (laughs) But in theory, if it was true that the way that you feel only is influenced by your external circumstances and your amazing circumstances, well then right now, I would just be feeling dandy and happy all the time. And my mood would be constantly high the whole time that I've been here. And all my emotions and thoughts would be reflective of this beautiful environment that I'm currently in which, as you probably know, I'm about to say, could not be further from the truth. I do not feel fine and dandy all the time. You acclimatize to your external circumstances and my mood and my emotions aren't being created from the beautiful sunsets and the sandy beach. They're being created from inside of me. And alas, I have a very human brain. And when you have a human brain, like all of us do, we have human experiences. So even in paradise, we just cannot quite feel like ourselves. I want to run down what my criteria is of having a funk. And I want to preface this by saying that I think everybody has their own ways that they can feel not themselves and feel out of alignment. And it will really depend on your personality and the things that you usually like to do that will show up when you're not feeling like yourself. So these are mine, but as I was saying, each person has their own qualities of their funk. So when I'm feeling in a funk, I'm feeling not quite myself, but I'm not able exactly to put my finger on what I feel or what I think or exactly what is bothering me. I feel restlessness combined with laziness, which means that I want to be alone most of the time But then when I am alone, I'm annoyed that I'm alone and I feel lonely and I really want to socialize. However, when I socialize, I feel like everyone around me is annoying me. And actually that's another characteristic of my funk is that 
lots of people annoy me and lots of things annoy me and then lots of things start to go wrong and it always just feels really unlucky and it's never ever my fault it's always everyone else's fault or the universe's fault any of these sound familiar to you just to give you an example this happened a couple of weeks back but in the space of three days loads of circumstances started happening to me loads of shit started to get thrown at me so for example I woke up one morning and I just already knew I'd felt rubbish and I was in a bad mood even as I scrolled through my Instagram as I woke up which probably was the reason that I felt crap I got out of bed to put my foot on the floor and there was a puddle on the floor because a pipe had burst in my room and I had to therefore vacate my room for the whole day which meant that I had to go and do client meetings in the public space, which I really don't want to do. Then the Wi-Fi dropped and we got an email from the uh, community manager of the co-working space saying, really sorry guys, Uh, in half an hour the the internet's going to go out for four hours, please go to a local coffee shop to work. And hello, life coach who has private clients can't just go to a coffee shop. So I get on my quad bike which if you've heard any of my other stories is my new favorite thing to do after overcoming a wild fear of going on one. And I gathered up my things and my laptop and my bag and I put it on the back and I started driving towards a place where a friend was staying so I could use his room to do the calls. And I then realized that my bag had dropped off the quad bike on the way and my Kindle had fallen out onto the floor and got really scratched and I had to stop the quad bike, turn around, go back, gather everything back up again, shove it back on. At this point, I'm at three minutes before a client call, arrive at the place, run to the cafe of the hotel thinking, oh, I'll just do it in the cafe. It seems nice and quiet, only to be met with that it was fully booked and I had to reserve apparently a place at 10 a.m., And the woman shouted at me and said, you don't expect us to have a free table. I said, okay, I'm sorry. And it just felt like one thing after the other. I really was in this bubble of self-pity. And it almost felt like it's a coincidence that, you know, things were going wrong. And you just feel defeated and had had no patience and as the week went on my fuse just got shorter and shorter and when I was in it I genuinely believed that unlucky things were happening to me but now I was out of it I can see how I was creating a lot of these problems however I could go on and tell you all of my woes and really it was one of those weeks where I said fuck under my breath at least five times a day I just felt like I couldn't catch a break. And I'm telling you all of this because it feels better and very therapeutic to just get it out into the public, but mostly because I hope that some of you resonate with it and that you can now think back to a time or maybe you're even in that time right now where you felt similar. You felt like things weren't going your way. You blamed everything and everyone else and you just also couldn't catch a break. But one good thing that came out of all of this was that I was able to think about how I can learn from it. And that is really one of my core practical tips that I always share with the audience is what can you learn from the situation? 
And that's where the idea for this podcast was born. So I'm really happy that I did it. And I actually even mid-funk went onto my stories and told you all that this was happening. And over 200 of you replied on a poll saying that you were familiar with this and that you've currently in a funk or recently have been in one. How crazy is that? 200 people just in my community and who were exposed to my Instagram that day also feel that way. So I really think that it is just a normal human experience. So whether you're in one now or you've been one in the past or you're just aware that at some point soon, at any point in time in the future, you may feel funky, it's a really good idea to make a note of my practical tips for how to get out of it. And if I'm being completely honest with you, this episode isn't really so much about being in a funk. Really what it's about at the core of everything is giving yourself space, space to be a human, holding space to feel, learning how to process emotion and even why it's important to process it, letting yourself think, being kind to yourself and knowing when it's time to reach out for support. They are all the practical steps in a nutshell, but what I'm going to do is break each one down and talk about it. So firstly, my practical piece of advice that I'm going to start with is a little bit contradictory to all of the other pieces of advice, but life is a contradiction, so I'm just gonna say it anyway. Don't try too hard to get out of the funk. Embrace the funk. Give the funk a name. Call it Frank. Frank, you're really annoying. But if you're here to stay, I welcome you in. Come to the party. Pull up a chair, why don't you? Let me get you a drink. I'll tell you why. Whenever I try too hard to let myself change energy or start a new page, you know, turn over a new page, it usually backfires. Whenever I try too hard to create a new energy the next morning after I felt not good and it's too forced, I usually go deeper into it. And this happened last week. I woke up one morning and I was like, that's it, funk. We're, we're done. I'm done. I'm over you. And I said, I'm going to do it. Have it. Start a new day. I'm going to start my day by going to a coffee shop and you can't defeat me. And I went out into the world and I went to the cafe and loads of things went wrong. I forgot my credit card and I had to go back and get it. And when I came back, I wanted to order an acai bowl because I really like acai and I really felt like that. And I got back and they said, oh, we're really sorry. We've just run out of acai. And I was like, oh, here we go again. And it was just, I was trying too hard. I was trying too hard to create a new energy. So I want you to take all the next pieces of advice with a pinch of salt because the minute that you do not let the funk come into the party and you shut the door in its face, you are pretty much going to make it worse because you're not letting yourself feel. So invite the funk in, pull up a chair, get it a cocktail. The second point, and I talk about this a lot in my coaching, so you've probably heard this before. And if you're one of my clients, you definitely would have heard this before. But this is the concept of 50-50. The fact that we're not going to feel 100% happy all the time. And I teach that we will feel 50% positive emotion and 50% negative. And somewhere along the line in our education and our upbringing, 
messages from society, we've been led to believe that we should feel happy a majority of the time. Or we should feel happy even all of the time. And this just isn't true. Because what happens is when we think that we should feel happy all the time, and we have a normal human experience of feeling a negative emotion, we really think we're failing at life. And we feel like we're missing something, which just isn't true. If you don't feel good and you think you should feel good all the time, you probably are telling yourself that there's something wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. It's okay to not always feel good. Of course, there's the extremes of feeling very, very negative all of the time. And of course, as one of my tips at the end of this episode, you'll hear is to reach out for support. And if that is help with a mental health professional, then please, I beg to do that. But as a general rule in coaching, I teach that 50% of the time we're going to feel good and 50% of the time we're going to feel bad. And that's not going to be split equally each day or each hour or each minute, but it's just a general concept of accepting all the different arrays of emotion that you can feel, negative ones included. So I always like to imagine, and I feel like I've got loads of analogies going on in today's podcast episode, but I really like to imagine that there's a buffet table with all the different emotions on it, good ones and bad ones. We're not going to just pick the good ones, we're also going to pick the negative ones because life is contrast. So you've definitely heard this before, it sounds very cliche, but in order to feel happy or even know what it is to feel happy, we have to also know what it is to feel sad. So don't be afraid to pick up those negative feelings from the buffet table. There are, however, certain negative emotions that we do want to work on. So the negative emotion, for example, of guilt and blame, these aren't necessarily productive negative emotions. And that's okay as well. If you have them, they're natural, they're normal, and you can let yourself feel them and go through the emotion. This leads to my third tip, and that's really linked to the second tip, and it's just to let yourself be. Let yourself be a human being. Let yourself be a human being having a human experience. And I've learned this a lot through coaching and also through doing therapy is that sometimes we've just got to understand that we're just humans trying our best. And there's nothing wrong with that. And it's a really good way to look at other people as well when other people aren't meeting up to your expectations is just to really think, oh, that person's just having their human experience. When I was in my funk and I did feel really not good, it did make me feel more calm and comforted knowing that I was just having human emotions and having my human experience. Point number four about how to get out of a funk is to think that usually, not all the time, but usually what a funk is, is just a cover up for our emotions. And it comes out in a way because we're not actually sure what those emotions are because they're hidden down very deep inside. And I teach in my coaching that when we aren't in a good place where we process our emotions and let ourselves feel, we respond and react to those emotions in a few different ways. We avoid them, we resist them, and we react to them when really what we're supposed to be doing is processing them. And that's what I do in my coaching program is that I give all of my clients space to process their emotions. I encourage processing of emotions and instead of just plastering emotions on top of them for example that's when we buffer I call that in my coaching buffering so that's when we 
go on social media and we scroll and we emotionally eat or we drink or we even pick up our phone to call a friend instead of letting ourselves feel. In my coaching program, I hold space for my clients to be able to just feel. And once we feel, we can actually truly understand what's going on. And it doesn't always feel comfortable, right? Because sometimes it is more comfortable to just pretend that we feel okay, but it comes out in other ways. And you know that last time you probably had a hysterical tantrum or a breakdown or you blew your fuse and screamed at your partner or your family member? That's because you've got feelings inside that you aren't accessing. And when we don't access them, they just pop up at random moments and we feel like we can't control them. A funk usually is a cover for something that we feel. The next practical tip leads on from this, and that is to try and uncover what these things are, what these emotions are. And yes, you guessed it, grab your journal. My absolute favorite coaching tool of all time is to actually come into awareness and write out how you feel. 10 minutes a day is all that you need, but really what you can do when you journal is to uncover what's bothering you. And I know from working with so many people on this that often what you think bothering you is one thing actually turns out to be another. And until you let the words flow out, only then you'll be able to really understand and uncover what's going on. If you want tips on how to do that, I have a free journal guide. So make sure that you go onto my Instagram bio and download it and start to journal and start to really understand what's going on. If you're feeling not good, usually the last thing you want to do is journal and is to ask those questions. But unfortunately, that's usually the way out. So try not to resist it and go and spend some time thinking and just allowing yourself to write down your thoughts. Point number six is to try to shift your energy. But we're not going to try too hard. Let's not forget the first point of letting the letting the funk into the party. But I've really, really found that by changing my environment in some way or starting something new is a really good way to start to get out of the funk and to get into a new energy. And let's be honest, when we're in this negative place, it really is it really is us being in our comfort zone because it feels really comfortable. And that's why we hold ourselves these self-pity parties because it's way more comfortable to sit at home with a tub of ice cream and a blanket watching Netflix, buffering away, avoiding all of our emotions than it is to just get up and say, okay, I'm going to try something new. So I posted the question box on my Instagram stories and you guys had such amazing ideas of what to do from to get out of a funk, ranging from getting up and exercising, going for a walk, getting out of the house, starting a puzzle, learning something new, calling a friend, loads of different things. I'm not going to list them all here. And like I said, each one of you will have your own things, but it is a good idea to try these, not with too much force. And again, you're not buffering when you're doing these because you're doing them with self-awareness, okay? But just try to make a change in your environment and shake things up. What really helped me actually to get out of the funk was to find a book that was on a topic that was really special to me and I was passionate about and I just binge read it and it made me feel really good and the messages in the book really helped me to get out to get out of that so it can be something really basic as listening to music or reading 
And I think just find your own thing and have a think from last time that you felt not good, what worked for you to get out of it. Lastly, the practical tip is to reach out for support, to understand that you're not alone in this. As we know, 200 people just on my Instagram stories said that they were feeling the same way. I want to also highlight here that if you feel that the funk is potentially symptoms of depression, to reach out for support, tell a family member or a friend that you're struggling. It's nothing to be ashamed of. We all have these periods of time where we're not feeling good and maybe there is more help that you need. So do not feel ashamed to reach out for support. If you feel that it's something that just does require a shift in energy and you are mentally in a healthy place but you do want to get out of this scenario of not feeling like yourself then potentially reaching out to a coach could be a good next step and actually when I posted the question box on Instagram of what helps people when they get out of a funk all of my clients (laughs) messaged me saying well I was in a huge funk before I signed up for the coaching program and it's been really, really amazing. Uh, Getting a life coach is a really great way to change your energy. And to be honest, it is because, you know, I've had this myself in the past. When you're in a not good place and you finally admit that, that you're in that place, sorry, and then you get into a space where you dedicate time and energy for yourself, then it's a really amazing way to set new goals. So I do really recommend it. And if it's something that you've been thinking about, make sure to start doing some research, understand what life coaching is, how it can help you. Of course, I've got loads of resources about that on my Instagram page and you can feel free at any point to reach out to me on my Instagram. But really just simply the act of investing yourself is going to shift that energy and help you create a new start by setting new goals and coming into awareness. And that's what I do on my program. I really help you to manage your thoughts and like I said before hold space for you to process those emotions so I really hope this episode helped you if you weren't feeling good I hope that you didn't get too annoyed with me talking about sunsets and how it doesn't really matter how nice the sky is or how warm the weather is we can all be a victim of our own minds and if you have any other suggestions of how in the past you've got over your funk, please message me on Instagram. I love connecting with you guys and I'm really looking forward to seeing you all on the podcast next week.